You're listening to Gizmonic Institute Radio. In the not-too-distant future, in the basement of a chunky cheese, there was a guy named Dr. Odd, concocting an evil scheme. One thing that drove him bonkers was people talking when movies played. So he shot some suckers into space to make them watch MST3K. Okay, if you take the potato mm-hmm. and you put it in this dish, this petri dish mm-hmm. that I've put acid into, mm-hmm. um, is it gonna make French fries? No, I. Th- so okay, did you connect the copper wire to the potato? No, when you asked me to do that, I didn't. Okay, can you do that now? Um, yeah, I guess so. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and do that, and I'm gonna put this needle in this cup of water. Okay. And then. Okay, so the potato, it's it's foaming a lot. Yeah. Is the needle moving? Uh, yes. What's it doing? <laughs> it's like, moving. Is it spinning or is it just sinking? It's spinning wildly. Oh, cool. Okay, so I think we made a compass. Oh, cool. Or some sort of pole. I. But no hmm. French fries. No, I wouldn't eat this, but I don't know what kind of acid this is. It okay. was just in a big bottle that said acid on it. I don't want to say I'm disappointed, but yeah. this isn't where I thought this journey would lead us. No, that's fair. Well, we, you know, we, I feel like it's high time that we start learning our fair share of science. If we if we expect to ever match wits with Dr. Odd, we need to be at least Yeah, I guess we could have spent good, like all of this time alone in space. We could have been trying to better ourselves and be productive. Did of someone just- say... Learning science? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're doing some science up here. It's your favorite. Well, it's it's in your top ten favorite activities, I think. As a absolutely, there's nothing I love more than teaching scientific theories to absolute dullards. Oh, well, this is a side of Doctor Odd we haven't seen before. Yeah, what a great what a great time that is. I wake up every morning, and you know. When I go through all the things that I have to get done uh, through the day. These these nameless things that you're always so busy with. I have things. I yeah, have big, no. important things that I do. Sure. To keep you alive, to keep you fed. Okay. Yeah, okay. Gotta, yeah sure. I, listen, I'm not arguing. I just, you know. Those clams don't juice themselves. I, yeah, I guess not. It's true, and it's contributing to my Stockholms. Mm-hmm. And every day I wake up and I look at that big list of to-dos... And right on the top is definitely teach science to ding-dongs. Well, I mean, and, and so this is an extra treat for you because we're not dullards or ding-dongs. Well. Oh, I th- well. I think at best we're nincompoops. Yeah. Or worst, at, oh, see, yeah, yeah, nincompoops, I think is, is accurate. Definitely heavy on the poop. Okay, yeah, sure. If you can spell nincompoop, then you're not a ding-dong. Okay. But if you can spell ding-dong... Then you mm. are an Incan poop. That's how it works. That's great, and Renee. That's thanks. scientific theory at work. D I N G C O P O O P. Ninkum poop. <laughs> ding dong. Oh gosh. Uh, now I'm I confused. I think you spelled ding poop? What did you. Th- 
<laughs> Listen. Let's roll the tape. This is this is science or spelling. I know exactly. Unless unless I'm trying to read the periodic table, which doesn't make any sense because those aren't words; those are just letters. Um, then that, that, and a lot of people don't know this. They actually don't mean anything. I know, like potassium. Okay, well, what what would you say was the symbol for potassium? I don't know, P O. No, it's potassium. No, it's Probably. a K. No, really, it's, it's a but. Ba- whatever you want it to be. It's a picture of a banana. Okay. Uh, and an ant because of the uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids movies. What, but there was no. Was there a banana in Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah, that one kid needs potassium, and so he's I thought he pass needed out. sugar. No, Just, because that's why they gave him a banana because it has potassium. Uh, that's why everyone knows bananas have potassium. Huh. Interesting. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Iron. F E. I don't. What do you? Oh, yeah. What do you guys want to learn? About um, science today. Ooh, maybe just some science, you know? Like, did okay. you see our experiment? Did you see did you see what we got here? We made a compass. It kind of looks like you made a big lumpy potato in a jar of toilet water. Well, no, we, we took some of your acid from your acid skull and crossbones jar. You went, hey. And, and uh, we put a potato in it. We hooked it up to copper wire, and we put a needle in this cup. Oh, it oh don't terrible. drink that. Don't Listen, drink the uh, cup. Oh. You guys didn't... Uh, you know, like, put any of that in your mouth, your eyes, or anything, right? No, 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 no. Hey, no. guys. I, I didn't. Okay, that's good. I'm Is glad. it bad if I can see through time? Uh, I yep, think Renee that's did. definitely bad. Okay. You definitely got a little bit of that in your eyes. That's okay. That'll wear off in a day or so. But hey, let's, uh, you guys want to do some real experiments? Uh, y- yeah. I, I think I, there's right. an arm growing out of my back. There's not. There's no arm growing out of your bag. Ah! Oh, yeah. Okay. I need you to look at me. I need you to look at me. We need to do science to make the arm go away. Yeah. This definitely that- seems like a great time for Renee to be doing some science experiments. <laughs> okay, now she's Twin Peaksing. Um, yeah. That all right, maybe you, you go sit down. Um, maybe lay down. Or, yeah, just, okay, curl up in the fetal position by the air ducts. Okay. Uh, okay. She is she is called no. into the air ducts. Yeah. Perfect. All right. That's perfect. Because huh. while you're in there, Renee, see if you can find uh, some toilet cleaner. I think that's where I keep it at. We're going to do an experiment. And look. Look at a chemical reaction. I mean, she's gone. So I'll, I'll find. I know okay. where there is toilet cleaner. It's next to the toilet. That's a weird uh, place to keep it. I mean, I, I just moved it there out of the air ducts. You're keeping all of our materials that we need on a on a daily basis in the air ducts. It's like, I have you ever seen a, a, a like a, a cabinet, like a, a cabinet in a submarine? It's like a, a foot wide, but it's like ten feet deep. That that's as convenient as keeping all of our stuff in the air ducts. She is really going crazy up there. That is like a uh, like a screen door on a submarine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. How? Mm, her head is twisting around. Um, yep. Okay, wait. So next to the bottle of acid on the, the with skull and crossbones on the, there's another bottle that says antacid. I think you is it is it antacid or antiacid? Which one is it? That is definitely antacid. But okay. uh, hey, give it a shot. I mean, wait. hey, Renee, take take this. No, oh, she's that'd feral. She's that'd feral. Be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pour it down her mouth. And gonna, okay, all right. <coughs> swallow it. Swallow it. Uh, why does it taste like ants? Uh, it's well, it's antacid. 
Yes, oh, I made okay. it out of ants. Yeah, anti-acid, oh. I think. He spelled it wrong. Well, See, I, who's the speller now? I do feel uh, better, though. I guess you. Mm-hmm. Ding, yeah. ding, poop or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least I know how to spell anti-acid. Uh, we're... What were we doing? We science? were doing we're science. Doing, okay. we're trying, we're trying to do science yeah. here. Uh-huh. Trying to teach you ingrates. Uh, I'm gonna so sorry. Do, that was really rude of me. We were going to do a chemical reaction with the toilet cleaner. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. That sounds okay. more interesting than what was happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, I mean, it is. It's. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Let's yeah. See. Uh-huh. Okay. We are going to take the, uh, the toilet cleaner. Mm-hmm. So we have that. Now, do you guys know what's in toilet cleaner? Uh, bleach? Um, blueberries, because it's blue. <gasps> good idea. Mm-hmm. Good? Uh, actually, really terrible guesses. I was going to say good, but okay. it's not. Okay. Uh, Do you know it's in toilet cleaner? To be fair, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> so you know, That's why I was asking is, you. It's like it's, Schrodinger's toilet cleaner this ingredients. This is a learning experience. Uh-huh. Okay. You, so you can read on the side of the label... It will say Iboliferifolisp Daconisofloroplorofluoro Right Um Cinco Bio Hey, hey Dr. Oddwell, he's reading that Uh, I'm gonna slip you some some odd bucks and if you could just give me a passing grade, that'd be great Yeah, okay, as long as you got odd bucks I mean, you know Yeah, I got like ten odd bucks right here Okay, okay, good Stick around with this experiment because it's going to be great. I'm going to odd mode you. Do not want to miss this. Okay, okay, I'm sticking around. It does say that uh, this product contains um, ingredients known to the state of California to cause cancer and yeah, known but, to the state of California to cause we, Jeff, we gigantism. Are, Cal- are we in California? No, I guess that's then, fair. Guess what? That means it doesn't work. Right. Known <laughs> to the state of California to cause night mania. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Cool. But again, we're not, we're in, California. not in California, mm-hmm. okay. so it doesn't count. I want to know how the state Must of be, California know. knows so much. Must be pretty rough to be in. You California. don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. You go there, yeah. you just get cancer and you get night manias. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> smart state. Listen. So now, mass. so now let's do our experiment. Now that we know all these okay. magical chemicals. Are uh-huh. in this stuff, so let's go in here by the toilet. You guys just walk on in there. Okay. Okay. Now, next to the toilet, we're going to collect our next instrument for the okay. experiment. Now you will see this the toilet saxophone, right? There it's it the is. one that we took into the bathroom. Then Renee won't let us bring out of the bathroom because mm-hmm. it's been in the bathroom. It's stay you would think, in there. yeah. But mm-hmm. there is okay. a different, more scientific. Uh, we're gonna call it. It it is a science wand. You will okay. see it in a small plastic cup right are behind you, the toilet. Do you are see you it? talking about that fancy brush that I used to come through our space? It's not a brush. Time? It's not a brush. It's a science wand. Now pull okay, that out. Wand. I thought okay. this was a, a novelty toothbrush. I thought it was for filtering space moonshine. Mm. It can be all those things <laughs> if you want it bad enough. Now, okay. pull, now pull that brush. That, uh, the, space, the science wand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not a brush. This not now, brush science now, wand. Yeah. Now, Jeff... Here we're gonna mm-hmm. see the chemical reaction. So Jeff, you first, you take that toilet cleaner and you squirt it around the inside of the bowl of the toilet. Okay. I think this is gonna mess up our, our moonshine. Yeah, it okay. might, but you know, now science. Renee, you yeah. take the science wand, okay? Kay. And you rub it around the inside of the toilet where the magical chemicals are, and you're going to see a reaction begin. 
All right, let me give it a whirl. All right, now really get into it. Really, really oh, move you're, it you're being very aggressive, and it is flying up into my teeth. That's, that's good. Cool. That's okay. Oh, it has mm. whiteners in it. Yeah, I guess so. Now you. Mm. Wow. Well, it wow. does because this toilet. I thought this toilet was a different. Well, different colors. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It wasn't that great. That was such yeah. a great experiment. This what is like we, a white toilet. What did we learn? I learned the toilet's white and not brownish, reddish, greenish. Right. Wasn't yellowish. that great? That is good knowledge. Yeah. As far as I've known, that's the color this toilet's always been. Now, now so what, we are going to do another experiment. Uh, okay. And I'm going to send you guys up uh, about 40 uh, graphics cards. Okay. Well, this sounds fun. This is uh, electronics. We, Science. Are we, are we going to be drawing something because they're, they're graphics? No, you may be drawing a lot of power, but you're okay. going to uh, take these graphics cards and you're going to line them up. And then I need you to watch Like Domino Rally. Yes. Okay. Isn't cool. that exciting? That is exciting. Let's Well, let's do our audio log where you're sending up our, our graphics card Domino Rallies. And then uh, we'll come back and we'll do... Um, the next science experiment. Right. Renee, yeah. get away from the acid. Oh. Please. Okay. Yeah, please. <laughs> this is the audio log for MST3K Season 4, Episode 15, The Beatniks. What beatniks? Exactly. Well, I don't know. I don't know what a beatnik is. Do you know what a beatnik is? I think it is a young hoodlum, a young teenager who is doing hijinks. Is that... Because that just sounds like a hoodlum. <laughs> what you just well, described is a hoodlum. synonyms are okay, right? Well, I guess, but it doesn't... It, it, nondescriptive synonyms are just uh, is confusing. I'm going to look this up because uh, I don't know... I don't know what a beatnik is. Um, it's a, it was a media, stereo, me, media, a media stereotype prevalent throughout the late 1940s to mid-1960s that displayed the more superficial aspects of the beat generation. This is, this is uh, a lot. Because now I don't know what the superficial aspects of the beat generation literary movement of the late 1940s was. So I have to know what that is. Well, apparently it's the girl from Doug with the beret. Oh, I was going to say that I know... Beatniks because like Doug's sister, his older sister Judy, was portrayed as a beatnik. How did I remember so that? So beatniks name? aren't. I, I don't remember like things about my own life, but I can remember the name of Doug's <laughs> sister <laughs> from a show that I haven't watched for like twenty years. Let's we'll not dwell on that too long, okay, shall yeah. we? Let's not have um, too much of an existential crisis about how the, my knowledge of Doug is like more. Uh, easily accessed in my memory than like what my grandparents faces look like oh, God. Uh, <laughs> wow that got dark um it, it would appear that that's interesting that it's not actually a synonym for that but it does mm-hmm. seem like it's like a very anti-literary movement on behalf of big media so that's a yeah it's a fun fun slant on that word that i hadn't considered previously before we talk about this this film or what beatniks are well, let's talk about the uh, the MST3K episode. Um, so the first segment, uh, Joel is playing rock paper scissors with the very with aggressively. The bots. Yes, um, and Tom can only do paper because his hands are paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're not actually paper; they, they're in the shape of paper for the game rock paper scissors. Um, and Crow can only do scissors. So um, what he's like, kind of when Joel's cheating. And, you know, coming up with other answers besides rock, paper, scissors. I, that reminds me that I feel like every group of children had their own rules about what would count. 
Um, uh-huh. And uh, the they get so stupid at some point, right? Because like there's so many of them that allegedly defeat everything. Right, right. What was the most powerful rock paper scissors cheat move that people did in your school? I I'm sure like atomic bomb probably. Yeah, that seems like yeah. And my the town I grew up in, people would slam their fists and spread their hands apart and say God. Oh wow, that's uh, now now can <laughs> atomic bomb beat God? <laughs> like that's the question. <laughs> new because if God has no followers, new, is there God? New movie, yeah, new, uh, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. Style get get out of here, Godzilla versus Kong. This yeah. is Atomic Bomb versus, versus God. Uh, <laughs> um, do, so uh, this was a very uh, this this brought up some some strange memories for me of my friends and I on the the school bus playing rock paper scissors where the because there had to be stakes right you're not Mm. just you're not if you're just playing rock paper scissors for the sake of playing rock paper scissors there had to be stakes like if you're playing rock paper scissors to see who who like gets to go first in a game or something that's Mm. that's fine but like rock paper scissors on its own is kind of like it's sort of boring so we would do the joel thing where uh like if you if you uh, were scissors and someone was rock, you had to put your scissors on the bus seat and they got to smash your scissors as hard as they could with their hand. Um, and and so that added like stakes. So for it's us. kind of like a, a elementary school drinking game. Kind of. That's a really good way of putting it. But I had completely forgotten this like kind of masochistic uh, bent on rock, paper, scissors that we had done on the school bus until watching the skit. And it all came rushing back to me. Well, you know, that's what beatnik poetry does for uh-huh. you. It, it opens parts of your mind. I'm on the road, Jack. I like, yeah, I could be a beatnik probably. Yeah, it's pretty good. Especially since I don't know one. Is it like being punk, do you think? Where it's like the less you care about being punk, the more punk you are. Oh, definitely. So the less I know about being a beatnik, the, the more, more of a beatnik you are. All right, that's groovy. It's cat. the same with a uh, hipster. Yeah, you know what? Skedalat, and let's get the get the bean out of the old bottle. I'm gonna slap you in the back of the head real quick. Nope. Oh, okay. Fix it right up. Yep. You feel better? No, you beat the nick out of me. All right. Um, the invention exchange. Uh, the Mads are dressed up as uh, good luck troll slash treasure oh. trolls. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't like it. I did. Did you I, like you were, it? You did look pleased. Mm-hmm. I like things that are less traditionally aesthetic than you I think. Um, I think that they did an unpleasantly good job mm-hmm. of making the flesh because yeah. normally the things that they have are like the props are like unrecognizably Yeah it's like bad. paper mache or you can't even a tell toy what that it's someone spray painted. Yeah, yeah without uh-huh. some effort. It's like a He-Man castle that someone this is where, yeah. like, all of the show's special effects budget went. Yes. To, just to make them realistically look like troll dolls. And not not just the, the tummies, but the butts. The butts, the, plastic the hair, butts. the hands. Yeah. The hands are upsetting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The, this, these were good troll costumes. It's also interesting, too. Um, because Did you have any, like... Of course. The, the naked little trolls? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I did as well. Um... And I was just thinking about, oh, yeah, it's a crazy 90s thing. And then I remembered that, like, last year a Trolls movie came out. Right. They so brought it back. I this mean, is, like, like, a 30-year phenomenon. It is. Yeah, which is crazy. It is crazy. So kids watching this today would be like, oh, it's like a glitter fart or whatever. Like, yeah. the troll. I don't know what. Because the, they all have names now. Um, but 
the, they'll get the reference, though. That's true. Mm-hmm. They'll know what a troll doll is. They they used to just be unnamed, generic, tiny plastic things with, like, jewels in their tummy, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes yeah. there'd be, like, novelty ones for, like, events or, like, mm-hmm. corporations. I think I, I have one or had one um, that is, like, all green. It's like an alien. Oh, yeah? That's yeah, cool. Is it... A troll doll, or is it an actual alien? Because we are in space. Um, What's reality anymore? I don't know, man. I I know that Doug's sister's name is Judy. Doug's sister. Judy Funny. Um, that's all I know. Joel and the Bots Invention Exchange, or Joel's invention, is Pocket Pool, um, <laughs> which is... Now, the way they do it is not what I thought it was. Well, yeah, because I think that the, the joke, way, right? yeah, I think that's the joke. Um, I, you know, I don't know because I was a child when the show was made, so mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of the uh, blue jokes that they make went sailing serenely over my little head. Yeah, and uh, now I'm starting to to notice things. Like this. Uh, but they, you know, they did like Joel's the pool table, and I think he had like really deep pockets in his jumpsuit. That was part of the joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was fine. It was funny. It was someone, I, you know, one of the writers was probably like, oh, let's do pocket pool, and everyone's like, <laughs> and then they were like executing on it, like this is, I guess we can do this. We did it. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, so it's, um, fine. it's fine. Yeah, forgettable. Um, the uh, second segment, um, Joel and the bots talk about how the beatniks in the movie aren't actual beatniks. Um, apparently. It doesn't sound like even I, they know yeah, what that means. I, I don't know. They they uh, reused the the Jeff Foxworthy like bit again. Um, yeah, but was this before Jeff Foxworthy? I don't think so because in um, I think it was Wizards of the Lost Kingdom two. They did you might be a crummy wizard. Yeah, that was for the more modern season, right? That was no, the reboot. that w- was it. Yeah, that was the reboot. That was Jonah. Oh, it was, wasn't it? So yeah. like, I think huh. Fox where they took this and okay. it's all been MST3K in the first place. Oh, it's it's all uh, it's all MST3K all the way down. Mm-hmm. If you look hard enough, everything came from Mystery Science Theater, even things that came before it. Now Jeff Foxworthy was uh, active as a comedian in 1982. Jeez, was so, he really? Yeah. Uh huh. Wow. Yep. In 1993, he released "You Might Be a Redneck" if. So much older than I thought he was. Yeah, right. I'm so much older than I thought I was. Now everything hurts. Now he did release you, the album "You Might Be a Redneck" if about a year after this episode premiere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe he heard it and he's like, "Oh, this is uh, this is this is what I'm doing now. Yeah, this is a really so. good." set up for a joke yeah you you know we'll never know we'll never know and i don't want to know we're gonna have jeff fox worthy on our podcast yeah and he'll be like are you smarter than a third grader be like what are you doing here why did you agree to this um the uh third segment um the bots are having i think a sleepover Mm-hmm. Um, is unclear. Tom is reading Tiger Bot magazine, which is the this is a callback to I think season two or three, where uh, it's it's supposed to be Tiger Beat, mm. which is a teen magazine. Um, did you ever read Tiger Beat? No. I didn't. Okay, I didn't either. Um, but I think uh, you were probably too young. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I, yes, probably. I think it was probably around. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, there's a record in the background that's just skipping. Oh yeah, over it's, the it's same. It's from the from the movie yes, right it's one uh-huh. of the songs they, one of the terrible ballads that he sings yep. it's the same two seconds over and over again mm-hmm. and they're just talking about 
how they're obsessed with Tony Travis, who's the actor who played Eddie in the movie. Do you think there's like a subliminal message going on in there? It was a very weird, speaking of Naked Lunch, like it was a very weird kind of skit. And I'm wondering now that I know a, a tiny bit more about beatnik and beat culture, if it was sort of an allusion to that if it was like kind of this I thought it was just like the fangirl thing like the idea of how dumb it is that this guy got so famous so fast yeah I am probably reading way too much more into it I saw it as a uh, criticism of the movie the the believability of the movie no I think you're right it was just very weird the the whole the cadence of everything you get weirded out every time the robots have hair yeah it's true I I think that's probably it (laughs) every time I think that's probably it hair and a robot something's off about it on a rope. The fourth segment, uh, Tom is singing and Joel is smoking a comically large cigar and uh, pretending to be an agent. Um, and they essentially reenact the rise and fall of Tom Servo as though he's uh, Eddie Crane from the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they use the... Uh, the spinning newspaper cut gag oh. to get between scenes. Oh, it was like... I could see what they were doing, and mm. that there was it was a funny joke as a clever prop. It was so long, and they knew yeah. it. I felt like he knew that he was trying our patience and he was enjoying <laughs> every second of my wasted life that he wrung from my soul. Well, and it, it's it's funny too because I think that that was a really good idea for a skit. Yeah, but. You could tell that they had a time limit that they needed to hit because, Mm -hmm. you know, for whatever TV slot they were in. Um, So he was rushing through the transitions between those things. Like, you think so? He was. Well, I I don't because each one of the newspapers was different and it had a different headline about like what was happening to Tom Servo. But the joke was that he spent more time spinning the dumb props, like doing that dumb special effect from old timey movies. Mm. Then he and then he gave you like one second. Oh, less than that. Yeah. Yeah, but like so you think think, he was just trolling? I don't think he was short on time. I think Uh, that was part of the joke was that like it was annoying. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. See again, I think that maybe that one just went over my head and I was like, like. I was, if they were short on time, they probably wouldn't have spun it for so freaking long. You would think. That I, like, <laughs> could, like had time to examine my nails. Maybe he just really liked spinning it and was like, <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 I spun it too long. Okay, I can't hold it up for very long. And he kept Shoot, doing it over I, and over again. Man, I screwed this up. I mesmerized myself by mm-hmm. spinning this. I be, have you ever spun, like, a big thing like that? I'm sure it's fun. It's, it is. It's like kind of cathartic, like, uh, you know, spinning an umbrella or something. You know what? I retract my opinion. I mean, you don't have. I don't think either well, of us is wrong or right. Okay, all right, fair you enough. Can't unretract it. Um, <laughs> uh, untracked, <laughs> retract, re-retract. Um, the final segment uh, starts out with Joel saying to Tom, "Have you seen Crow anywhere?" And Tom replying, "Yeah, he's chasing Gypsy around with a knife," <laughs> um, which they don't follow up on until after reading a letter about uh, whether or not dickweed is a swear. Mm. Um, that was cute. It was cute. I I don't think it is in our modern day culture. I don't think dickweeds a swear. I I think that a swear can be whatever you want it to be. Like That's if true. I called you a lamp, but very mean, mm. Jeff, you lamp. Yeah, I guess you could just make up like a. You, I could just call you like soup mouth. You're a big old soup mouth. Yeah, because like anything. Like dickweed or soup mouth or like uh, sh- 
chew liquor. Yeah. Like it could all sound like some sort of slur if you really right. direct right it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or sh- or toward a group. I'm sure she wasn't like like when she's t- talking to her mom, she probably wasn't like, "Love you, dickweed." Mm, that that would be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to start mm. saying that to Love people. you, dickweed. Love you, dickweed. Um, Crow does show up with a knife. He claims to be in moon mode in reference to the character Moon um, from the uh, uh, All oh, right, the, the, the film. psychopath who mm-hmm. just starts going on a killing spree for yes. no apparent reason. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, w- I want to talk about that later. But, yeah, uh, he stabs Tom Servo. Tom Servo gives a le- lengthy death monologue. Um, and then Dr. Forrester and Frank have trouble pushing the button because they're big wearing their troll big hands. troll hands. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty decent episode. Yeah, yeah. Here's some not-known nuggets. Are you ready for some not-known nuggets about the film? Throw those nuggets right in my mouth. Um, so, uh, the, <laughs> the title in, under which this was shot is so much better and worse than the actual title. Um, are you ready for this? Yeah, ready? Yeah. This is the title under which it was shot. Sideburns and Sympathy. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It I sounds know. like sounds like one of the the Pride and Prejudice zombie <laughs> parodies. <laughs> Right? Pride and Prejudice and Sideburns and Sympathy. It's the it's the sequel that was never written. <laughs> it's like a bad. Oh, oh it's amazing! <laughs> I'm so delighted. Uh, I really wish it is very. I think you should get good. that as a tattoo. Sideburns and Sympathy, <laughs> like in in like a script font. Yes, just yeah. A misspell misspell one of the words. Mm-hmm. Or I could Sympathies get it in in really little letters on on my knuckles. Oh. I'd have to have sideburns just like crammed in <laughs> on one, and then the other one says sympathy, and it's a little less cramped, but it's still pretty cramped. Oh, that's amazing. Um, the other not known nugget that's interesting about this. Um, so, do you know who wrote and directed this film? I'll give you a hint. We've talked about him at length in the past. Is it the guy who keeps doing voice acting? It is. No! Are you serious? <laughs> it is. Paul Freeze, okay. our favorite voiceover so is guy. That, do you think that's how they've been picking out the movies, is they've been looking for things that have Paul Freeze in them? They're just, like, following the trail of breadcrumbs that Paul Freeze left behind in their <laughs> national treasure-like hunt it, to they, a secret message? Now, if that's the, if that's the case... We are the f- first people to uncover it. I think... The first people they haven't killed. That's true. Yet. Uh-oh. Well, if no one hears this episode, no one will know. Um, ironically, if, if like we just stop posting episodes, everyone will be like, oh, yep, there they go again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, um, I think more likely after... Do you remember the first time we encountered Paul Freeze and then you got very bored while he started reading just a very very small portion of his very very lengthy mm-hmm. uh, uh filmography mm-hmm. i think that he was just a very prolific i don't know person. i think this can't be a coincidence it's like three in a row isn't it um it's well yeah it is there's a lot that, yeah maybe he just is very prolific in very bad movies yeah. you know I, I don't know but yeah this was written and directed by paul freeze that's amazing um, so and i'm really proud of you for guessing I mean, I was guessing as a freaking joke. <laughs> well, joke, half real, joke, real joke, half joke, half salivating yearning. Mm-hmm. Like, please let it be this yeah, well, freaking weird person who keeps showing up in all of these. Movies. It was, yeah. What if, like, we are just like Ian Paul Freeze's simulation? <laughs> like, that's like, that's like the guy who created the simulation that we're in. Okay, and it's hang just on. Like, 
Yeah. I want you to stop for a moment. Okay. And I want to tell you something. Yes. You have you have seasoned many of not known nugget for uh-huh. me. You've, yeah. You've kept you've cooked them, grilled them, you've sizzled them up, sauced them, and thrown them my way. And there have been many tasty not known nuggets. That was the tastiest <laughs> not known nugget of all time. We may have to come up with a new segment yeah. because there will never be a tasty, tastier not known nugget. We don't know. What if like Paul Freeze ends up being the executive producer of MST3K? I'm just gonna die. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, gonna we don't. We don't know what we don't know, and that's why not known nuggets. I'm gonna put my hands so over my chest. Fall uh-huh. backwards mm-hmm. as a translucent white version of me with fluttery wings bursts out of my chest. Now, if you're falling backwards, is the the translucent fluttery wing part of you just staying like it's stationary into the heavens? Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's like kind of like one one is going forward, the other's going it's back. Got a silly yeah, wobbly okay. halo <laughs> and, and a, an out of tune loot. Mm-hmm. Um, here's some things we noticed and felt the desire to comment on. Um, the General Hospital short oh. has the worst looking cake that i've ever seen it's not it's just a brick of plaster it it the person Did we actually see anyone consume it yeah no they cut it they cut it it's it's cake on the inside like but i in in college we would like sometimes make like cakes for people's birthdays like but it was always kind of a joke because none of us knew what we were doing and we would frost them and we were also probably drunk and the frosting jobs on those cakes were better than the the cake in this like it, it was just missing frosting on parts it's of it it's so hard to understand why that was ever a popular television show I, yeah i don't i don't understand like i i can feel myself crawling into my own psyche when it starts playing i feel like there's a generation of people who found that compelling and that is probably i mean it's it's the same reason that like there are like when I was growing up there were comics in the paper like Mary Worth and Prince Valiant that seemed to not be about anything or mm. have any sort of story but like someone must find them compelling because they were like nationally there. syndicated comic strips mm-hmm. um, I mean I guess imagine <laughs> they're out there they're out there uh, imagine trying to tell someone about like Lost I was in, trying to do the X Files like, theme, oh. but it was coming out like a I, I had Adam no Sandler. <laughs> yeah, do 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 boom boom. You know the X Files theme. I was trying to do the part before that. Yeah, that part. Yeah, so you you went for the the least recognizable. <laughs> Non melodic part. This has been a problem for us before too. What's the other one I do it with? I do See, I don't. What? What is this? What is this supposed to be? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always start. You start. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 verse of Eye of the Tiger is the part you start with. And well, then there's the thing where you try and do the doodle. Yeah. But you go do 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 do. So you just do you just do final countdown. But you you just do the like the five notes of so final countdown. So basically, what I am is a walking talking filter that takes any song and turns mm-hmm. it into a, a stadium uh, unrecognizable a stadium jam. You you a take pump up jam. Yeah. You Here, take uh, put in a song and I'll put out a different. Okay. One. I want um, let's see uh, modern major general from Pirates of Penzance. Okay. Give me one second. 
a modern major general. Modern major general. Okay, yeah, this is unrecognizable to modern me. Major <laughs> <laughs> if you're saying modern major general. Oh, it's from the Pirates of Pinsent. Oh, okay, there it is. Okay, there, <laughs> there it goes. It's back to uh, I'm a tiger. Um, the uh, I I I thought this is interesting, and this is this is just something completely out of my own brain. Um, but the storyline of the Beatniks, the movie, was uh, I feel like it may have been at least partially inspired by the real life story of the man who played Winky in Rocky Jones Space Ranger. Oh, fun. Uh, you know. The, oh, right. The guy yeah. who just went crazy. Uh, the guy who like got his TV starring role and, and he had this was, part. And was then, this guy who wrote it, was he a link between those two movies? Uh, Paul Frees. You gotta look it up, see if he's oh, on gosh, it. Oh gosh, yeah. What if what if he like was in, well, I think the Beatniks, I, I don't know. I don't know the, the so, Rocky Jones Space Ranger was produced and, and came out in 1954, and this movie was uh, shot in 1958. It could have been. So it could have been. Um, we could get Paul, the ghost of Paul Freeze, on here. I did. I as as I was looking up the date of which the Beatniks came out, I did uh, see. Um, the guy who produced this uh, was uh, also like apparently like producing weird like teen exploitation films is like his thing hmm. um daddy-o was another one that he produced which is also an mst3k I was gonna say, that's a mystery science theory episode uh, right yes but the other the thing that caught my uh my eye in this was the other names of the films which are the cool and the crazy that's great the more pride and prejudice yes, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, cybers and wait the last one Corn's a poppin'. Oh, that's great. That's yeah, great. Uh-huh. Uh, so these are the uh, Friday Rebecca Black shorts. Okay. Of the fifties. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can. Uh, yeah. 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 I can see that. <laughs> I can see. Yeah. The different layers. It's poor. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like kind of like watching a game of Plinko. Yeah. That goes down the different layers of your brain. Uh huh. It's like. Uh, yeah, I do remember who Rebecca Black was, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, and then fit all the pieces together. But mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, the uh, the guy who plays Eddie in this, Eddie Crane, Tony Travis, was actually a pretty good singer. If he, that was actually a singing voice. Yeah, no, it's fine. It was like yeah. the songs were like boring ballads that were not particularly moving and went on way too long. But oh, the, for the sure, vocalist did a great job. I mean, he's better than Arch Hall Jr. The squish face guy from Ega, which we haven't watched yet, but uh, I just I know what you're talking. Yeah, you about. know, you I know, know. Archibald Junior. Yeah, um, we just did our secret handshake. Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know why your hand was so sticky. Our Ega handshake. Yeah, are you, where we say "Watch out for snakes." Yeah. Well, because I've got "Watch out for" tattooed on one wrist, and you've got four snakes. Um, <laughs> Watch on your, out for four, four snakes. snakes. Well, that's why we have to shake hands so the fours are touching. Um, <laughs> So the the thing I I wondered about there were a lot of weird things in this film, um, but the, this is the last thing that I noted uh, was that at the end of the film when when everything was sort of falling apart, everyone is really concerned about like the police looking for Eddie, but he was like the only one who had an alibi because yeah. he was the only one who was like at the recording studio all day with like it's made me think about tormented in the sense that it seemed like there was an easily resolvable dilemma mm-hmm. and then they like act 
actively avoided any reasonable yeah, solution to yeah. the dilemma. Mm-hmm. I also really hate it. And this is this is funny because the last character, uh, the an- kind of antagonist-like character that I hated was Phineas T. Prune, mm. and I also hated the character Moon. Yes, who is Moon just. And Prune. <gasps> I know. Yeah, that's, daddies and daddios. Mm-hmm. Well, or Moon, it's like Moon I'm pretty sure that's Moon and Prune is one of the uh, lyrics that Jonathan, the head elf, sings while he's Wh- rapping about. <laughs> Whipple, ba- baby Whipple, and Santa. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I might be a screenwriter. You could be. You you could you could have written have the all of these terrible movies. <laughs> um, but the, so let's talk about the, the you know about our thoughts the on the that film. It's like a self perpetuating cycle that somebody writes a terrible movie and then someone else who's a terrible movie writer says to themselves, "Well, I could do that." And so then self just terrible movies keep getting. Well, you know, not not that I was just going to say. Let's talk about the beat next. All right, but we right. can talk about the other thing too. <laughs> This was a weird one. Um, it wasn't a. It wasn't the worst movie we've we've watched. No, then there were some fun riffs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a science fiction movie. It wasn't a fantasy movie. It, it was just. It was just what people at the time thought teens did and acted like, and one of the teens was a psychopath and a sociopath. Yeah, and just like and, in modern movies, the teens are all like thirty years old. Yep, mm-hmm, that's true. I feel like the character of Moon really inspired uh the way that modern people like to portray the joker mm. like interesting because he was very like uh you know i feel like you're trying to elevate moon a little bit i might be i i just okay. i feel like you know like uh, you know it's not about the money it's about sending a message like that that's a very like you know m- like moon Maybe Heath Ledger watched the Beatniks before like channeling Moon as the Joker. Moon's like getting himself in, like into lifelong pri- imprisonment or mm-hmm. executed to get famous when his like best friend just became famous. It's like right. give it five minutes. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could use some of that that yep. that social credit to your own advantage. Yeah, you could. You know, Eddie, you like the. The guy who is the dancer in the Mighty Mighty Bostones, the guy who is the Bostone, arguably was probably just the Moon character who decided to like be famous with the Bostones instead of stabbing a barkeep. Yeah. <laughs> like instead of instead of stabbing a barkeep, they're like, well, we we like this guy, and he but he has no talent. But what if he just like dances around like an idiot on stage? Um, he's not an idiot. The Mighty Mighty Bostones are great, uh, but. Uh, you know, take that back. Yeah, uh, you know, this is the summer of the Scar revival. Um, But uh, that being said, yeah, Moon could have definitely just lived the rest of his life in some sort of drug and alcohol fueled oblivion mm-hmm. uh, off of some money from from and Eddie. And he was fine with not being famous before. Yeah. And in mm-hmm. fact they gave uh, Eddie a really hard time about wanting to be famous. Right, right. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere Moon wants to be famous so bad that well, I think it's you know if we're doing a psychoanalyzation of Moon, he's he's got he's sociopathic tendencies, psychopathic tendencies, and narcissistic personality disorder, oh, wow. where he sees Eddie having some success and then he wants that success for himself, uh, but doesn't understand how to you know function within the the systems that are set up to provide that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're getting what uh, Mr. Freeze put down. I guess so. I. I also feel like, you know, again, this is a very out-of-touch movie even for the time. Um, the the characters, while 
and I, I think that's why I do get the Joker comparison with the Moon character because it is a it is a comic book like character. It is an unrealistic like there are no realistic motivations. Yeah. There are no. It's yeah. a cheesy, spoofy movie. Um. So I did get some uh, some information from the amazing episode guide on this film, uh, or this episode rather. Um. So Beatniks gave the writers of MST3K uh, two of their favorite catchphrases, which were, "Shut up, Iris! I'll tell you, shut up!" And, <laughs> I forgot they were always right? telling Iris to shut up. <laughs> and I killed that fat barkeep. <laughs> uh, which is, uh, you know, the, those were two memorable lines from the movies. They are um, great and very useful lines. Yes, yeah. The yeah. Shout them while you're waiting in line to get coffee. Mm-hmm. Try yeah. it out. Well, maybe not this, the latter, but, you know, just pick up your phone, pretend you're on the phone with someone named Iris, and that you're being very rude to them. Mm-hmm. See what the barista does. Um, that was the shut up Wesley <laughs> Yes, yeah, the well, oh, yeah, the, that's what that's what that line from the Next Generation was inspired by was "Shut up, Iris." <laughs> um, we have a Facebook page. Did you know that? Oh, me? Yes. Y- yes. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess there's no one else. I have to space. say something as I'm changing tabs on the browser. So fair enough. Um, uh, that is facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. Uh, we reach out and ask to say, hey, we're doing an audio log about this thing. Um, sometimes we do it. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do it like a couple hours ahead of when we record, like this time. And people were around and, and had some uh, uh, stuff to say. So um, our friend Marty and Paul. Uh, Marty and Paul. Both commented. Uh, Marty said, I shot that fat barkeep. And Paul said, I'll moon you. Um, <laughs> which is, th- that is what the character of Moon referred to as, like, I think, stabbing somebody. We're but, laughing, but he's actually admitting to murdering a barkeep. Mm-hmm, that's true. So the load off his conscience. Yeah. That's what a gift we like to give here. At- <laughs> yeah, you can, you can either comment about the MST3K episodes or... Uh, admit to crimes that you have committed. (laughs) Complain everybody. Now, if they are beyond the statute of limitations, that is recommended. But, Mm but yes, our our friend Paul continues, um, the general hospital short is perfectly banal, ripe for riffing. Did he write like six H's or is that just you? That was just me. Okay. Um, I wish they had kept doing them on or other soaps. I like this episode. Fifties teen exploitation movies are ridiculous, and Joel and the bots eviscerate this one. They do. I'd watch this one again before I'd watch Tormented. Which yes, yes I agree. agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, this is yeah. I didn't get this. It was it didn't stress me out like Tormented did. True. But it's, it had again echoes of that feeling yes. though, just mm-hmm. because the continually unrelatably bad decisions that characters yes. make. You're just watching. People who shouldn't be as stupid as they're portrayed doing really stupid things over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and our friend Jonathan says, uh, it's interesting that they made a movie called The Beatniks without any beatniks in it. <laughs> Which, yeah. As far as, again, I, I still don't know what a beatnik is. You know what? Is. The, the irony is, is it's going to turn out that Paul Freeze is the biggest beatnik of them the all. He was the biggest beatnik. And that, like, this actually is the most authentic portrayal. You know, we've been digging on that the whole time. But That's maybe true. this is... The most authentic portrayal of a beatnik. Elements of the expanding beat movement were incorporated into the hippie and larger counterculture movements in the 1960s. Mm. Still doesn't tell me what beatniks are, though. So. You have to... It's it's not a concrete thing. You have to feel it. Yeah. Jazz, baby. Jazz. Is jazz a beatnik thing? Yeah, I think uh, so. pro- uh, Like beat poetry? 
It could be. You know, I will never know. I don't think this is something that we're meant to know. Let's close our audio log with a beat poem. Okay, go ahead. You go first. Oh, so we're both doing one. Yeah. Okay. You. Here, let me down, lay down a beat for you. Okay. When the beatniks are on the screen, man, you don't get what they mean, man. They're going all over the moon for you. Who's that goon on the screen? That's my friend Eddie. He's mean. Mean singer. That was great. Thank you. That's amazing. All right, here's yours. All right, you gonna lay down a beat for me? When you watch this movie, you wanna cry. You wanna lay down on the floor and die. You got mud on your face. <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> just, <laughs> just going to the song. Okay. As a, a parody song. Yeah. You just at uh-huh. some point start singing the original lyrics. Yep, yep, okay. that's, yep. <laughs> that's perfect. Great. All right, well, this has been the audio log for MST3K, season four, episode 15 of The Beatniks. Okay, so uh, we got this. This there's a lot of yep. graphics cards, and we got them all plugged in here. You guys, I see you guys got them all plugged in in a row there. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Yep. And now we just plug them in, and you run this software on this computer, and then I just need you to watch it. Okay. Um, yeah, we can do that. Uh, just and that's it. These were really hard to. They, it it says that these are RTX graphics cards, but the R is backwards, like the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's not. And that's the, not important. And we don't yeah, need to I, tell people about that. Okay. The uh, the uh, instructions in these were in a language I do not. Those understand. are special science cards. Okay. And what we are going to do right. is we are going to use the science of uh, the internet. Oh. To create currencies currencies like cryptocurrencies yeah it's a science oops. term like those Ookie. little berries and yeah like ca- yeah like you have you make jam out of yeah cryptocurrency sure. jam yeah and then as you guys see those numbers rolling on that screen then you just you know you just send those to me okay because i will then you know get rid of them they're just boring files that you don't need <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No. That's that sounds that sounds good. What a great um, experiment. No, it's, we... I I am learning a lot. Um, I do. Can we? Can we? Can we do a little bit of our own experiment too? Yeah, I've got an experiment uh, right I mean, here. I really, I really no. need I'm you sorry. to watch those graphics cards, but I mean, I guess we can... <laughs> Renee gave me the finger. Yeah, it wasn't very nice. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think that's an Renee, experiment. Renee, I definitely need you to keep fanning those. You know, with the okay. big. Like palm front. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just getting very cool hot in here. Yeah, it's getting yeah. real hot in there. I bet it's uh, getting real warm. Real it's toasty. real warm. It does smell like a. Uh, you ever you ever have like an electric train? Yeah. Uh, yeah it smells like that in here. I uh, had an impulse to open a window, but we would we would die. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, I am going to. So I did make a big. Uh, I guess you could call it a rope of some copper wire. Um, and I did take some of the, the batteries from early and I, I cut them in half um, and I sort of wove them into this wire. And I'm going to see what happens when I just lay them across the uh, the open faces of all of these uh, these graphics cards. What? <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. You know that smell you that we were talking about before? It's a lot worse now. Yeah, what? it definitely smells real bad up here now. Did you burn up all my stupid like- graphics cards? What are you doing? I mean, it's science. It kind of feels like we're in the state no, of California that's not, now. It's not science. Yeah. Science. <laughs> Mr. Okay. Mr. Science Wizard over here, I need 
Daddy needs his cryptocurrency. Daddy <laughs> needs his Dogecoin. Oh, I wait. I thought this was like we we're growing plants or something, making uh, jam. Yeah, I mean that is like I mean, for Bigfoot. It's like yeah, cryptic, that's, crypto. That's what it is. It, uh, cryptid, cryptid yeah. currents. Yeah, you know? cryptid currents. Bigfoot loves jam. Uh-huh. Oh no, I'm seeing help some. Out. I'm seeing some real weird readings here. Yeah, coming through on the cards. Oh, I, really? You Can you read really? that language? Because yeah, it was like. Uh, yeah, every time I science, thank you. Oh, that's that's fair. Because the monitor up here, it just looks like there's like, it's not a pirate. I guess it would be like a buccaneer, uh, but he's backwards, yeah. and I don't know how I know that, but he is backwards. Listen, and, I don't know how to tell you guys this, but mm-hmm. uh, you kind of hit the, the nail on the proverbial head there. You you definitely made a cryptid currency. Yeah. It does seem like a chupacabra <laughs> is being. Uh, sort of like 3D printed right now. Oh, that rules. That's fun. Not I wonder really, if we can do the Jersey the Devil next. Here. Oh, <laughs> I do like this a lot. See, we did a science. We did a science. I no, yeah, I hey. I don't really like this science that much. This seems uh, more like a witchcraft kind of thing. <laughs> Listen, you can't you can't do a science without breaking a few graphics cards and making a few cryptids. I'm worried more about the breaking of Okay, here okay. it is. Oh, well, I thought that was Topher the Ape. But no, that's definitely a chupacabra. You know, that's not a bad idea. I wonder if I can get Topher over here to fight this thing. We are going to say we're going to make some sweet pay-per-view money on this, right? Right. I, Topher, like I love your ape. outfit. I love your outfit. This is so nice. It's so flashy. Yeah. Well, he had to cover. He has to warm himself. You know, after the mage <laughs> yeah, knocked uh-huh, all the yeah. fur off. Yeah. Listen, Tover, got a little proposition here for you. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. These ding dongs—they messed up our, our friggin' cryptocurrency idea. It's, I know. I know. I told you I would buy you that fur. I know. I said. But they—they they goofed it. They goofed it. Yeah, the dinkapoops. That's right. Dinkapoops. I didn't know that was a word. Yeah, well, now you do, because we did a word science. Well, What's up, brain man, chupacabra? Yep, sure did. I just got my voice box 3D printed. That's weird. Yeah, so you got my money. Well... So here's you got the my thing. my Chupo Coimbra. Yeah, That's I know my you want. Name. I know I'm you Chupo Coimbra. I'm learning. All of my memories are being 3D printed right now. So uh, that's what's happening here. Chupo Coimbra, huh? Yep. Man. That's my currency and my name. That's like amazing. This Pokemon. Can you uh, like, like, like make money? Can you like make your own? Currency by a chance? Make your day real bad if you don't pay me my Chupacoimbra bucks. That was not the answer I was looking for. I'm going no, to be honest. No, yes, I can make my money. I can make my own money. Listen, I have a proposition for you, okay? Okay. Hey, who's the who's the guy in the cool shirt? The what? The guy in the cool shirt. Oh yeah. No, I like your shirt. Oh yeah. Okay. What are you What are you thinking? Oh. Okay. Fifty fifty. Were you talking about Topher shirt? Oh, yeah, no, you're talking, about, yeah. you're talking about this shirt that says, yeah, I got cool mage, lost all my fur, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt shirt? Yeah, yeah, it's irony. Yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah, okay, oh, okay. We'll Looks like it could use some ironing. Oh, we're killing? Oh, okay. What? Wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait
two foot Coimbra's got to get paid, and uh, so uh, nothing personal here, buddy. But uh, I got a knife. <laughs> it's got your name on it. You are slowly like turning into a fifties like street dog or something. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I don't know what's happening to Where'd me. Where'd you get that leather biker jacket from? Uh, yeah, that's for me to know and for you to find out later in prison. I think it actually got 3D printed, so. Yeah. Wow, man. These my, 3D printers my, are getting really looking advanced. Yeah, it's, I think they should have printed my my personality and my clothing before maybe me, but it's being <laughs> added in real time. Yeah, so, it seems uh, like they're printing that accent in real time, too. Yeah, <laughs> they sure are. Listen, but I've been thinking. Okay, look, look, look. Yeah, I know you know Cause, you. Because I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Mr. Mange over here is, uh, he's made me a pretty good offer. What, would, what is, what is the offer? Well, uh, we kill you, and okay. uh, I get to just keep on making my chupacoimbra in the basement here. No, I mean, I assume this is a basement. Well, okay. smells like a basement. <laughs> My memory says this is a basement. It is essentially a basement. Look. Yeah. Okay. Look. Sub-basement. May I make a counter-offer? Yeah. Okay. Listen. But it's gotta be a good one. It's gotta be one I can't refuse. Okay, the printer is slowly turning you in now into an older gangster somehow. I feel like it's melting me a little bit. Okay, look. People yes. out here. You want money? I want money? Right? No, Over. I don't want money. I want Chupa Coimbra. Did, okay, but I feel like you produced that yourself, so I... <laughs> yes, but I need a nest. I need a place to make my <laughs> nest. You need a nest? What? Where do you think crypto, cryptid coins, currencies come from? Oh, wait, so... Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that if you had a big nest... Yeah. She would just start like. By the way, where do yeah. the coins come out of you? Also uh, noticing that the 3D, 3D printer has started printing a, a lady chupacabra. Oh yes. God! Just stop the. T Did you leave the freaking wire? Yeah. Come on, <laughs> yeah. On, it's man. still doing science. You can't stop science. Hey guys. Science. Hey guys oh, and no. gals. Wow, this, I love that. Oh, what a what a strapping you sure are a sweet chupacabra. Thing. This is. I can't believe this is my life now. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, it doesn't have to be. We all listen. It's either gonna be you or the uh, guy in the cool shirt that gets turned into the nest. Normally, you tell us to get a room, but uh, I don't. I don't know where to get one, so you gotta get a room. Listen, my buddy Toby called me the other day. He told me he actually has an opening on one of those weird, like, like gangster tours where you know, like, two people dressed up like gangsters take people around town and show them all the places where like gangster things happen. You guys would be shoo-ins for that. Oh, really? That's perfect for you. Do you really think we got what it takes? I, I would yeah, be interested yeah, in I that. Think, uh, I think you definitely got what it takes. Now, does he have a place for us to, uh, to, uh, make nest a nest? Up? Yeah, because he may have an opening on his tour, but I've got an opening Absolutely. on my body that you would call a cloaca. Cloaca. I got to eject some, uh, Chupacabra from. Hey, I'm yeah. gonna put, I'm gonna put my chupacabra mouth all over your chupacabra mouth. Oh, mwah, yeah. Mwah, mwah. Mwah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is definitely taking a weird turn. But I am. What do you think, Topher? This is uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's got weird, right? Listen, 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 listen. Yeah. 
Talking about us? Well, no, I think I mean, <laughs> he means the other two weirdos. Oh, uh, okay, okay. If the shoe fits. But listen, Tofu. Oh, yeah, if the shoe fits, you should wear it. That's what my, uh, my Mia Mia used to say. That's what I call my grandma, Chupa Grandma, bruh. Anyway, listen. Yeah, no, go back to your, go back to your acronism, aphorism. I'm going to take care of this, okay? I'm going to get you that. I'm going to get you the fur. You just got to trust me on this. Okay, okay. Stay over here. Just shut up. And, you know, keep looking like a bald ape or whatever. Hey, hey, listen, uh, Chupa Coimbra. And, uh, yeah. I don't know what you say. My name's Chupa Coimbra. Yeah, it's got, okay. it's, it's, it ends with an yeah. H. No, yeah, it's bra. There's an uh, H at the end. Yeah. Yes, we've, that's how, we've that's how many, cryptids gender our verbs. Many spelling lessons have mm-hmm. been served today. Listen, yep. I was thinking you need a nest, right? Right. Yeah, we I, need a nest I so just we can make Chupa to have one. I just happen to have one right yeah. over here. <gasps> oh, what is it? You see Let this me, big I, structure uh... here with a net around it and all oh, these colorful balls? Oh, that looks like a big balls? structure. Yeah. Yes. That looks very that's nice. A nest that is uh, oh, yeah. made just that, for you is to... Is there shints? Is there shints in there? Is oh, there it smells. It, it smells <laughs> wonderful. It shints? I don't know, it's spelled C-H-I-N-T-Z? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, they have a 3D printed my part of my brain that understands what that is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if it's important to the missus, it's important to me. Yeah, that's uh, great, if, that's great. Listen, yeah. I want to get you two into this nest, right? Okay. And mm-hmm. just so we're clear here, before I, you know, uh, make this home for you over here, uh, very comfortable, very safe, wonderful yeah. home. Before I uh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, put yeah. you in there, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna be able to like, you know, like uh, poop out some coins or whatever, right? Well, uh, it's not. It's ejecting. Oh, it. hey, yeah, it's yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm ejecting right now. Oh, look, there she goes. Well, don't forget catch those, catch those. We need those later. I don't know. Get get what get one of the buckets, the token buckets or whatever. Oh, the uh, the floor of this nest is very moist. Good. Very slippery yeah. in here you now. You guys get in, just slide in there. It smells, now, it smells like vials. I'm just going to close this net okay. door for, you know, for your safety. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it'll keep something out. And that's why, also, of course, why I have all these locks on this door. So sure. as I fasten all these 18 padlocks, don't worry about that. There's nothing to ask questions about or anything. Now, you, th- you did establish thing. that the door is made out of a net, right? That's, that's yes. something. That I, okay, all right. Okay, because yeah, well, there's, there's a little tiny paranoid part of me that thinks sure. you're going to try to lock it's, us in this look, net. This it's an net. electrified net, but that's just for ambiance. Okay, yeah, all right. Right? But, yeah, to keep you fine. warm. It warms. Yeah, yeah. We, warms are, we are like we are like geckos. We are like geckos. You sure are. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. Anyway, okay, Topher, look, here's the deal. You guys, <gasps> this actually has worked out great. I'm not <gasps> going to lie. We've got these two weirdos locked up in here now. They're just gonna poop coins out for us. This is like a giant ATM machine now. This is the best. I told you I'd take you on a honeymoon. I'm loving this, baby. Yeah, let's dive into these colorful little balls and and make Chupa Coimbra all day. So. Oh, wait, I didn't factor in the fact that I have to be near this. (laughs) Uh, So uh, I'm a little bit 
It's going to be confusing now, though, because now he's got two sets of weirdos. Yeah. You know uh, what? One of them sounded a little bit like you. Yeah, well, the other one kind of sounded a little bit like you, the one with the gruffer voice. Yeah, yeah. I can kind of hear the Yeah, you voice. know what's probably happened here is a little bit of both of your DNA probably got into the, the wires there. <gasps> They're it's basically you guys. I'm going to be honest. You, it's basically you guys. That's amazing. Oh, that's fun. No, it's not. really it's did science. <laughs> yeah, it is gross. Anyway, <laughs> hey guys, it's me, Bigfoot Coin. I just got printed and heard oh someone's looking God. for fur. You know what? Never mind. Renee, send that acid back down here. I need it. 